Bonjour and welcome to another episode of Street Focus, an ongoing exploration of urban photography. I'm your host, Valérie Jardin. Today is another street tip segment and I have photographer Patrick Larocque on the show. Bonjour Patrick and thank you for hello, taking hello. the time to join me today on Street Focus. Total pleasure. Great to uh, be here. Great to have you again. So uh, for those who don't know who you are, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm a photographer from uh, a little bit outside of Montreal, let's say Montreal, to keep it simple. Um, and I shoot Fuji and that's my job and that's what I do. <laughs> Okay, so besides right. street, what what else do you shoot? You shoot for uh, you you shoot for work too, right? I do. So mm -hmm. so commercial photography uh, as well, and uh, I do conferences and I write for uh, I shoot for a magazine as well. So so a bunch of different things yeah. to pay pay the bills basically. I right? know we we're all there when we uh, when we turn our passion into a job. We have to uh, have different income streams. Yeah. <laughs> we could yeah. do a whole show on that. Yeah, we could. <laughs> but it's all good because uh, it keeps it exciting too, you know. It does. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, like it too. Fun. I mean, I like the the conferences, you know, you reach more people, you always meet colleagues and then you meet, you know, the audience and that's really fun and then uh, and then the workshops and then I don't work for clients anymore, so I have that that yeah, that's that done covered. for me. That's, <laughs> that that's in the past now. <laughs> that's in the past. That's in my past. But yeah. you know, it was good too. It's just yeah. uh, there is not enough time for everything, so you have to make choices. Yeah, I have a good clients. I have to say so. Yeah. So it's it's actually good. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. So uh, what's uh, what's new in in Montreal? What's coming up for you? Uh, actually, I'm leaving Montreal. <laughs> that's what's coming up. Oh, you're uh, moving. I'm not moving. No, oh. I mean I, I'm leaving for uh, for I'm spending ten days in Europe. Oh, okay. Um, spending a couple of days at Photokina uh, for for a shoot, and then I'm doing a workshop in Brussels on September 26. A couple of seats left, if anyone. So it's a one day. Uh, here's this. It's a one day. Okay. Yeah, and it's on. Uh, it's actually the first um, official Kage Collective uh, workshop that we uh, that we're doing. Um, So it's it's a it's a full day and it's it's really focused on visual storytelling, mm -hmm. and uh, creating essays at the end of that that will then appear in uh, one of the uh, monthly issues that we do on the website. That's awesome. So yeah, it's going to be fun. I think uh, I'm doing that with uh, my good friend Bert Stefani, and uh, yeah, looking forward to that. And you'll love Brussels. It's uh, it's oh, yeah. great. I was I, I was there as we were talking before uh, before the show. Uh, I was there in mm. July, and uh, I I want to go back. Um, I think. It's just uh, it's it's really cool and well you know it's so close to Paris and Amsterdam and yet it's so different yeah. and I just yeah. love that I miss that so much here you know uh, not being able to hop on a train for two hours and be in a completely different culture yeah. uh, feel you know architecture everything yeah. is different that's what's so fantastic about Europe I you know, know we, we're where we are it's it's all open spaces it's fine but everything is so damn far yeah i know <laughs> you, could, you know you can drive for three days and nothing changes basically it, that's the so, thing yeah, yeah that's how yeah. i feel about the u.s as well it's like yeah. we, you know there are very few cities that have you know a special vibe yeah. and i found Distinct some vibe. i mean of course you go, to, you go to new york that's so different or you know uh 
I was in Austin, Texas, and that is very different from any yeah. other city. So, but there, it's it's really far. It's very <laughs> from, far. From, yeah, yeah, it's not. Like, That's true. Yeah, yeah, I mean, for me, the closest big city would be Milwaukee or Chicago, mm. and yeah. I'm not real. I mean, it's not it's not foreign. It's still you know, it yeah. still feels. I like to have that little bit of foreign and, you know, discovery. And that's just so exciting. And yeah, yeah, that's what Europe offers that we don't have here. So that's why I'm there a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, you know, Bruxelles, I, I grew up basically, Tintin was my hero. Yes. So you'll go to <laughs> so, the museum. So yeah, there's something there that I've never been. It's going to be my first time. So yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I am definitely going back to Brussels, maybe for a weekend workshop um, in a year or so. Um, I'm, I'm at, I added Amsterdam next year and yeah. figured, okay, you know, I need to uh, pace myself. But it's yeah. definitely a fun place to do street photography. So you're just going to have a blast. So if right. anybody wants to join, you have a couple spots left, right? I do. Yeah, awesome. we do. And we'll put the links. Uh, couple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll it, put... We're keeping it uh, rather small, so it's yeah. just six seats maximum. Uh, so there's actually two as of today, but it just came up yesterday. So wow, maybe that's... by the time it airs, uh, but that's maybe so... there will be some. I know. One day workshop yeah. seems to fill out really fast. My yeah. San... <laughs> I just put San Francisco a one day workshop because I have to be in San Francisco in November. And I thought, oh, well, let's just put the one day workshop, you know, uh, at the beginning of my short trip and yeah. it sold in two hours 10 spots oh, yeah. and i thought whoa maybe i should do more one day workshops <laughs> you're way too popular that's the problem <laughs> and i have a big waiting list now so maybe i should do i should say i should stay an extra day <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so that's all good well i i'm sure we'll fill up but you know this is uh this is going to air soon so hopefully there'll be uh, yeah. somebody can grab a spot that'd be awesome from the yeah. audience okay so you have tips for us i do and it, which is which is an odd thing for me to do because it, it's it's very instinctive for me mm -hmm. photography. So actually laying down you know explanations and tips was a bit of a challenge, but okay. hopefully it'll be interesting. Good, for, I gave you some homework. <laughs> you did. <laughs> okay, so what's tip number one? Okay, tip number one is that it's all subject, and what I mean by that is uh, you know the natural instinct when we shoot street photography especially when i think when we're starting out is to um go out there and look for someone doing something mm -hmm. uh, in terms of actions we're looking for someone doing something specific usually that can be you know lady with a handbag crossing the street or man in a suit talking on his cell phone or Either that or we're looking for uh, situations that will be out of the ordinary. So we're, we're, we're just oftentimes, I think, focused on finding something specific. Mm -hmm. What I find most interesting about street is basically just the ongoing theater that we get to witness. You know, the way the way people are meshed into the environment, the way everything moves, it's so it doesn't need to be specific. I think, uh, to be interesting. You're walking down the street and you turn a corner and it's, I don't know, early morning. So the sun is kind of cool and, and just the light is amazing and maybe it's empty, but it's still an amazing image. But then you, 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 a couple of seconds later, you see this truck coming down the street and you kind of feel that when the truck intersects that ray of light, 
something will happen. And maybe you're lucky and there's a bike coming behind mm-hmm. you and you get a silhouette and all of a sudden all of that has changed. And there's nothing there that's, in it, that, that's necessarily specific. But you may just have something really interesting. Yeah. Um, and I think we, we need to be ready for those moments that may not be as obvious as other more tangible subjects, but that also define what basically a living, breathing city is all about. For sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so subject doesn't have to be someone doing something. And that that's something I, I kind of live by when I'm when I'm out there. Oh, I so agree. I mean, I'm and I think that comes when you become aware of light mm-hmm. um, because yeah. I, I, new photographers. I mean, it feels like and I've seen that so many times on workshops when the student all of a sudden has that aha moment when they see light uh-huh. and what they can do with it and the possibilities and that's when they make a huge jump. Have yeah, you have I you agree. noticed that too? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. And becomes because light becomes the subject. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it creates a completely different view on on what's in front of us. And I think it goes in hand in hand with with understanding how the camera sees as well, and being uh, controlling how the camera will will capture what we're seeing. Uh, I think all of that goes hand in hand. Uh, but yeah, totally agree with you. It, yeah. it, it really is about light. Yeah. yeah. So being aware of, you know, every little things, because then it's not the subject. I mean, you still have to have a, a distinguishable subject. Like if you're shooting a silhouette, of course, a bicycle is easily recognizable or somebody crossing, you know, you have to have some separation. So we recognize it's a human form, but, yeah. uh, but they don't have to be extraordinary. They don't have to be doing anything special. They just have to be there. And it's the light that makes the situation extraordinary. Yeah, and we can, I mean, abstract is mm-hmm. not out of the question. True. Uh, you know, the, the, the amazing thing about photography is that contrast in itself can be interesting if we've got the right subject. So, <laughs> so it, it's, it's, it can be something vague, mm-hmm. but that creates this pull, that, yep. that, that creates the image. So, so, so true. Yeah. Great, great yeah. tip. All right. Good. Awesome. I'm, I'm okay. Off to a good start. Tip number uh, two. Tip number two. I feel like David Letterman or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> embrace disruptions. Uh, and th- th- it all relates together. But um, it's, I think it's important to not necessarily wait for everything to be perfect. Uh, I think, uh, for instance, I was, if we refer to that first tip, uh, the, bite, the bike that's coming behind me may actually yeah, ride right in front of a in front of me in front of my camera while i take the picture right mm-hmm. and it's going to be a blur i like those shots yeah. i like uh because it creates layers inside the frame mm-hmm. so so it's not just about uh someone standing uh across the street doing something uh, that that or you can have that but if you have that guy crossing or person or whatever car crossing and intersecting that frame um it adds depth to uh to an image um and and i also think that comes from understanding how the camera captures things and 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 being comfortable with with um 
with accepting those 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 uh, imperfections or yeah, yeah, absolutely technical absolutely. imperfections i would yeah, say cause, uh, cause yeah cuz cuz some people and i've had discussions um following talks or whatever uh with people saying you know i i really love what you do i i, I but i i never do that mm-hmm. <laughs> basically because uh a lot of times uh we're thought we're taught to to not uh everything has to be in focus yeah uh, so the idea of having a, a blurry subject kind of messing up uh, the frame is something that you usually taught to, to, to not do, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, yeah, so, so, so embracing disruptions, disturbances, things that, that create layers and depth, I think that's one of the things that I find interesting about street. Oh, I could not yeah. agree more. And that's usually something I... It, when I have new street photographers, I I tell them you have to reset your expectations, yeah. uh, especially when they're you know when it's so ingrained in them that they have, things have to be sharp and in focus. I'm like, you know, nothing is perfect out on the street. Life is not perfect, and it's often those imperfections that will make the photograph more interesting and uh, such as a, a motion blur and, and and so forth. But for some people, it's really hard to. I think maybe because they're afraid, even if they like it and emotionally they connect with that photograph because of that, that motion blur or that abstract feel, they're afraid of what other people are going to say. Yeah. They feel it's not right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like they've made a mistake. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and it comes down for me, it comes down to how we, we go through life. Basically, that's how we see yeah. Right. I mean, this stuff happens all the time. And the, the whole point for me of photography is, is getting inside, getting in between moments. Mm-hmm. So it's not about the perfect shot. It can be. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But uh, this ability that we have to capture things that are just that lasted for a millisecond. I mean, that's the whole point of it for me. Yeah. Uh, so and all of that you know, motion is part of that. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And, and I hear those comments too. Like, you know, I have this really, what I feel is a great shot and, uh, and I'm pretty hard on myself. I mean, more, yeah. you know, I'm like, if I feel, if I feel it's pretty good, you know, yeah. and maybe there's something special, but, uh, and this is, well, she's not sharp. I'm like, but who cares? Who cares? <laughs> exactly. And, and when you go back, uh, to, to Bresson or any of the, it, yeah. a lot of stuff is, abs- is not sharp. Exactly. You know, what, what, what Kappa shot on, uh, on, on the beach in, uh, during World it, it's all basically he was getting shot at. So, yeah. so he was just trying to stay alive. It's all blurry. It's all amazing because it, it well, is. Well, because it conveys yeah. that too. Yeah. That exactly. danger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, mo- the the movement and the the the, the urgency is part of the mm-hmm. of what makes those images compelling. Yeah. Um yeah, I think it may be something that what's probably existed always existed, but I think digital probably uh accentuated that that yeah. world view of everything having to be technically perfect. Oh yeah, pixel uh, peepers. Yeah. yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 So true. Well, that's that's awesome. Yeah, and we, and we could talk about that forever. I yeah, mean, I we totally could do a whole show. <laughs> yeah, we could. Uh, we should have a show called "Embrace Disruptions." Yeah, there. maybe we'll do that good. together. <laughs> probably, t- probably t-shirts too. I think. Yeah, uh, we should do that <laughs> with people in blur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Okay, tip number three. Tip number three: uh, We are not security. Cameras. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> so, and uh, so we don't need to see everything. I mean, a security cam in my mind is just this camera that's, that's, that's standing there and will give us everything. It can be, you know, infrared. It's basically it's dark. It's, it's light, whatever we're seeing every single thing that's in front of the camera. Um, so, so we're not security cams. I mean, part, a large part of photography, in my opinion, is about making decisions and guiding the viewer to what it is we want to communicate, whatever that is. So this means mystery. This means the unseen being just as important as the scene, right? Uh, technically, shadows are fine. Blown out highlights are fine. Uh, even though our cameras have this in, incredible amount of dynamic range, and there's this there's sort of cult of dynamic range, I think, uh, mm -hmm. at times that, you know, histogram, and it has to be perfect, and you can't have peaks, and you have... Who cares? Again, um, if, if, if there's a large portion of the image that's completely blacked out, uh, it can make absolute sense within that image same same goes for highlights it, it's all about it all depends on what the subject is and what we're trying to show basically and and sometimes having those details in the shadows will actually take away from from the, the image as absolutely a yeah it's not because we have the tools to bring out yeah. the details that we should yep absolutely yeah, decisions, 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 <laughs> not locations. <laughs> and I like the deep well, shadows. It's so moody and mysterious. It's beautiful in street photography. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so being willing to do that, I think, is, you know, we're talking about this. And I think a large part, we talked about being afraid and perception and mm -hmm. uh it's a large part of how people, uh, especially when they're starting out, it, 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 it has a huge impact on what they'll capture. Um, if we go back to tip number one, you know, being on lookout for someone doing something, uh, a lot of times will result in someone coming back home and saying, well, there was nothing. Mm -hmm. There's always something. Yeah. There's always something. I mean, there's, and, and it doesn't mean there's going to be 10,000 images, but there's always something in my mind and it's, it doesn't happen that there's nothing. Um, but you have to be, have a confident confidence to actually get those shots and say to yourself, well, yeah, I think this is okay. And I'm going to show this and I'm happy with it. Yeah. Again, yeah. I think the growth starts once you're not so hung up on what people are going to think. Yeah. Letting go, mm -hmm. letting go is a huge part of it. Yeah. yeah. For sure. And it's oh. so, I mean, that's so, that's the direct result of social media. It is. Yeah. It is. And the whole cult of, you know, wanting likes yeah. and, and, and thumbs ups. And, uh, uh, and it's easy to get thumbs up with a nice sunset. Yeah, or nothing, a cat. Nothing wrong. Or a cat. <laughs> Cats are so amazing. Uh, yeah, but that's it. I mean, and yeah. so it's... Nothing it's, wrong it's, with it's, cats. It's, I don't want no, any no. hate no, mail. No, no, I love I get, cats. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I got, I, you know, we, we had two. We lost one, unfortunately, but I uh, love cats. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, it comes down to, to, uh, to going perhaps against the grain and perhaps against the uh, usual conventions uh, and, and just 
yeah following yeah just right. finding your voice following yeah. your your true vision yeah. not caring about yeah regardless. what you think is the norm or what's popular right now or because then what's the point mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely true yeah. yeah awesome wow you have a lot of great tips see oh good i'm glad good. i asked you good. to do this <laughs> right tip number four then okay <laughs> Okay, tip number four, um, see big and see small. So it, it, it doesn't always have to be about the entire urban vista. Um, and again, it, it, it's, it's a normal reflex to, to be walking down the street and to be looking at everything, to be looking at the whole street all the time. But uh, we have to look up, we have to look down, we have to look close, and we have to look far. And we have to get close. Uh, I know you shoot. I think we're we're in the same. We use the same sort of method. We, I, you know, we should. I shoot with a thirty-five or a fifty. Mm -hmm. So, so it's you have to get close to a subject if you want to get a close-up of the subject. Um, and and this is important, I think, to 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 realize that uh, looking down at your feet can actually yield something um, just as much as looking at the entire scene in front of you um and it's 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 a reflex to, it's you have to think about it all the time because it's very easy to get you know, just just sort of um fixated basically on trying to find the whole trying to see the whole picture um yeah that's it <laughs> yeah no that's so true yeah good good point again good uh good tip because um some people, you know, sometimes need to be pointed that direction, you know, to make some changes. And I think it's it's good to uh, to point those things out. Yeah, and you can use that. I mean, you can shoot something very close up, mm -hmm. which means your depth of field will get shorter. But you can still decide on the right aperture that will give enough detail in the background that that background actually is relevant to, to yep. the scene. Right. Mm -hmm. So you can be shooting a small detail, but have someone doing something in the background. It's just not registering, you know, registering at the same level. But it's still again, it's about adding layers and about adding depth and, yeah. and experimenting, you know, getting lost. Yeah. Getting mm -hmm. lost in the image. For sure. So. Awesome. All right. Great. OK. Uh, number five. Number five. <laughs> yeah. OK, good. Um, accepting accept to move on. Um, actually, I probably should have. Let's go to the to the to the other point before this one okay. because I think it, the order makes more sense. Um, uh, it's not really a tip; it's more of a observation. Um, so gathering versus hunting versus invading. Okay. Okay. So for me, these are like three ways of approaching street mm -hmm. photography, and I think what we uh, end up capturing depends on which of these we choose to follow at any given time. Okay. So so say so it's not an absolute. You can mix and match. You can, but for me, these are the three sort of uh, main approaches. So hunting, in my mind, is about, for instance, standing on a corner. You see, you see a great spot. Uh, uh, you know, the light is right, and you decide to stay there and wait like a hunter for the right subject to enter the frame. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, invading would be about provoking the moment. So, you know, go up to someone with a flash, uh, which, which is a thing. I mean, oh, yeah. And it's, it's, it's but absolutely. The, 
But a lot of people think that is the way to do street photography, and it's not. Yeah, it's not. And, and it not, I mean, it, it is one way, but it, it may is. not fit yeah. your personality. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And a lot of the fear that comes from from the idea of street photography comes from that approach. You yeah. figure, you know, I'm going to be basically, you know, invading people and, and pushing them around, which is doesn't have to be the case. No. Um, so, yeah, that or directing the, the scene in some way. Um, I think asking someone to do something would fall into that category, even though it's not as aggressive. It, it's still uh, you're basically manipulating the reality mm -hmm. yeah gathering is what i do most of the time so so um it, it's about constantly moving inside the crowds the city and just capturing bits and pieces on the fly mm -hmm. um so 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 that's what i do most of the time i'm just i just walk constantly yeah and I, i'll stop for like a second and then i keep walking um and this brings me to tip number five in that context uh accepting to move on um sometimes it pays to be stubborn but uh we can easily i think uh miss out on other moments uh if we're too stubborn to yeah. basically look around and, get, and we get fixated you know I, mm -hmm. i have this shot in mind and i'm just gonna follow i see this guy with a hat and i'm just gonna follow him and uh, and it sometimes as i said sometimes it pays Uh, but uh, I think it's it's it, you have to be constantly aware of what's around you, uh, so you don't miss anything. Yeah, but I'm, you know what? I'm I'm guilty of that because I I mean most of the time I I call you, what you call gathering is really walking and looking mm -hmm. for a trigger somehow, whether it's light or subject or whatever, and versus the the hunting, the hunting. or waiting for someone to enter the frame, and I can. When I'm, I'm very stubborn, you know, being French and from Normandy. <laughs> This is like hey, two things I that are really against French me. French in a way, you know, right? <laughs> so, so I do understand that. And <laughs> although I'm not a patient person, when it comes to photography, teaching, everything, I'm super patient. And I'm, I could stand in one spot forever. I mean, to the point where I will have to give myself, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna allow myself 10 more minutes if the right person doesn't come through. I'm moving on. I have okay. to give myself a time limit or yeah. I'm going to spend an hour there. Oh, yeah. You, because okay. I can. <laughs> you know, I, the problem is I'm really impatient. I think it comes down to I just, I'll do it for, I can, I, maybe five minutes if I'm really, really into a spot, but I rarely do that because I'm just really impatient. It, I just don't have the feeling. Yeah, it has to be really a place... Like if it's around town here, I, I won't stay as long. Uh, but if I'm traveling and really this is like the trip of a lifetime yeah. and there is this yeah. amazing spot that I'm, either I'm going to come back or I'm going to yeah. try to stay as long as possible, which which can be, you know, tricky. But and sometimes you only have sometimes you don't even have the time. Sometimes it's all about the light. And 10 minutes later, it's gone. It's and, gone. Oh, yeah. and then that that spot doesn't have as much appeal anymore. So we might as well move on. But I'm yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm very patient, which surprises everyone who knows me because I. <laughs> Really? <laughs> well, you can't you can't handle being stuck in traffic for three seconds. <laughs> you can <laughs> stand, stand there, there for an hour. For, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just I just lose track of time. 
that's yeah. more like yeah. it. Yeah. 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 But, no, as I said, I mean, there's nothing, all of these are valid. Mm-hmm. Everything is valid, basically. As long as you get the shot, everything is valid. Yeah. Uh, but different ways for different people and, and different, but it will, I, I think it does really impact what it is you get in mm-hmm. the end. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That strategy you choose. Yeah. Okay. So that was five and six together. We're at seven. seven. Okay. Okay. So um, the art of invisibility. Without the cloak. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you (laughs) and I. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Harry Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. I think you and I have both, uh, again, uh, we're kind of lucky because uh, the tools we use allow us to, you know, they give us a bit of a, of an edge in terms of, of in, remaining invisible. Yeah. Uh, I'm speaking of smaller cameras and, silent. Uh, yeah, exactly. Silent. And, um, um, but, and obviously if you're, if you're shooting with a huge DSLR and a 7,200 millimeter lens, uh, it gets harder. Yeah. Um, but I think, uh, regardless of the tool we're using, um, there are ways to kind of disappear inside the crowd. Um, and I think part of that is uh, not lingering on a subject, uh, especially when you, I'm talking, if you're shooting people. Um, I've seen this in workshops where um, I've had students just see someone doing something, usually, <laughs> but see someone and, and just stand there with a camera for like a couple of minutes just trying to get the perfect frame and trying to, and, uh, I've also seen the reactions from people saying, well, get out of my face, basically. Yeah. Um, which is, which is legitimate, which yeah. is legitimate. And yeah. I think, uh, uh, to a certain extent, and I think it's a sign of the times as well. I mean, we are, you know, right or wrong. Uh, we're sort of suspect as photographers, mm-hmm. uh, in the past years. And, and so, so that's something we need to be aware of. Um, so, so being able and developing this sort of, um, uh, this ability to see things very quickly and capture them very quickly without lingering on them is, is a huge asset down the line, uh, and comes from experience and doing it all the time. Uh, but I think it, it's something we need to develop in order to, to, to capture those fleeting moments, uh, more easily. Yeah. And, and it's not about being sneaky in our reason. It's not to disrupt what's happening. Otherwise the moment's gone. Yeah. Good point. And, Mm -hmm. and it is not to trap people. Uh, I, I don't, Obviously, it depends on what we're looking for. I mean, uh, if if all you're looking to capture is someone in the act of doing something weird, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, someone picking their nose, and it's a thing. I, I've seen that. Uh, I, I think it, it you're it's it it does become sneaky. Uh, I'm never after that. I'm no. never trying to get to trap someone in a weird. Uh, I'm I'm never trying to take a picture that. I basically wouldn't want someone to take of me, right? Yeah, same so, here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, so it just, yeah, very good point. It's not about trapping or being sneaky. It's just about not disrupting the reality that you're trying to capture. Yeah. Um, and there are ways also, uh, I've never had anyone knock on wood. That's what I just did. I've never had anyone uh, realize I took a picture and being angry. Okay. So I, 
good good thing <laughs> yeah. it's never happened and but, if that happens just explain what you're doing i think it's mostly yeah, people absolutely. don't know what you're doing you know you're documenting life yeah and most people are completely okay with that absolutely yeah but uh i think there's a tip here that that's 7.1 or whatever um is just to get this. The reason I, I think I've never had this happen to me is that I've, when I take a picture of someone, I'm barely looking at them. I will just sort of, and if I see them turn towards me, I just immediately start looking in the distance. Like my eyes glaze over and like I'm looking through them. So, so I think most of them just realize, just think to themselves, okay, that, whatever he was taking someone behind me or yeah so so that's something you can develop over time i think yeah just uh, yeah uh, and i've done a, a video tutorial on that uh, that's on my youtube channel i mean i also use um i pretend i'm i'm texting mm -hmm. but i'm I, because i i often wear i almost always wear sunglasses um it's easier not to make eye contact that way too and people yeah. don't know where you're looking so if i'm pretending i'm texting but i'm actually looking at the back of my camera yeah. and getting you know people you're so distracted yeah. when you're on your phone nobody will pay attention to you yeah. you, you can really get close to people that way because you look like the absent-minded texter. <laughs> exactly. Well, I, I tend to look like vaguely lunatic, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, like That's lost. all right. Yep. I'm, yep. The, I'm the weird guy with a camera, just kind of yeah. lost. And I, the I've lost heard, tourist. <laughs> yeah, Zach, Zach, Zach Arias has this, this, this kind of method. He uses like the back, like he uses the LCD screen on, on, on the mm -hmm. Fujis. And he's basically taking the picture when he looks like he's not taking the picture. Yeah, like he's Just reviewing trying. the picture. Yeah, yeah exactly. I do but that he's actually too. taking the picture, you know, all ways, all kinds of ways to, 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 to get the shot. Yeah, but, and but, but, but what, what irks me is when people say, oh, you're so sneaky. And, and they're missing yeah. the point. It is not about being sneaky. It's about not disrupting yeah. what I saw. And, and, uh, and again, I don't, same as you, I don't photograph people in ridicule situation yeah. or vulnerable situation. That's not what I'm after. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there is humor and there is ridicule and, and the two are very different to me. Absolutely. Uh, humor yeah. is a lot more difficult to capture than somebody in a situation of ridicule, yeah, which absolutely. we see all the time. It's more subtle. Yeah, yeah. it's more subtle yeah. for sure. Well, that was last, really cool. Oh, no, I got, I got it last. Oh, I, oh, you have last. one more. I thought yeah, the 7.1 was yeah. actually a number eight. Okay, good. No, it wasn't. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, we may be going long. Okay. Good. No, that's so, awesome. But this is sort of a wrap up. Uh, so number eight would be forget the street, which is odd given the topic of the show. <laughs> but I, and I think we, we briefly talked about that when I was on the show last time. I think so. But I sometimes have trouble with just the term street photography because it implies a very specific location mm -hmm. right it's, it's like this box and uh i don't see it that way uh everything that i learned through shooting street photography you know the skills that i'm honing the instincts that i develop over time it, it all translates to everything else i do in photography so, so for me, it's not about the city. It's not about the urban context street. And I say this uh, all the time. It's a method. Um, it's a way of approaching various subjects. Uh, so most of the points we talked about today, even though some may seem specific to, 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 to urban context or shooting on the street, when you think about it, they can be applied to any kind of documentary subject because it's about documenting. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's about capturing moments that keep 
I don't know, disappearing. And it's about becoming adept at reading between the lines, at seeing what others may not see. It's, it's, and we can do this anywhere. In, in, it can be a family gathering. It can be Sunday morning with the kids. It can be basically anything. It's just a way of approaching uh, shooting, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. Well, you were full of great ideas and, and new tips, which is rare because, you know, I mean, oh, we do good. the show once a month and I mean, and it's okay. I mean, it doesn't have to be new every time and, and yeah. new different people have different opinion and it's always the conversation that's interesting yeah. uh, for each tip. So it's always new no matter what, but uh, these were really fresh and I really enjoyed that. So thank good. you. Thank you so much for for taking the time. Now, where can people go to see more of your work and remind us of the date of the Brussels one day workshop coming up? Yeah, Brussels is on September 26th. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so in a couple of weeks. And uh, well, therockphoto.com, which is my website, kagecollective.com, which is the collective I'm part of, which is amazing photographers. And uh, I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff. So, so awesome. all of that's on the website. Yeah. That's so And thanks a lot for cool. having me. This was oh, fun. It, this was fun, wasn't it? So you'll yeah. be on the show again <laughs> for pleasure. something else. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like something. we could talk forever together. Yeah. So that's really good. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And we are at the end of another episode of Street Focus. Please head over to thisweekinphoto.com to subscribe to the show. And um, please leave a rating on iTunes and share on social media. I'm Valérie Jardin, and you've been listening to Street Focus. Now it's time to grab that camera and hit the streets. Mm -hmm.